What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Tag Team, the Pokemon Trading Card Game's premier podcasting duo. My name is Riley Holbert, and I'm joined by my good, good man bun wearing friend, JW Crewall. JW, how you doing today? Dude, my power is growing. It's growing. By the day. Yes, <laughs> it is growing. As the bun grows, so my power grows. That is insane. Honestly, I was a little afraid the other day. JW tweeted out a picture of a bunch of cut hair on the ground of his, presumably of his house. And I was like, oh man, Anne was fed up and had him cut it all off. (laughs) (laughs) But thank goodness you're just trimming the edges, which is... That was a primer, right? It was just kind of like a little sneak peek saying, oh, what happened? You know, wanted to, you know, get the hype going. Right. You know, as all those as all those personalities do, they, they bring the hype and bring the <laughs> right. excitement. And I wanted people to be wondering, you know, what did JW do? Did he shave his chest? That's why all the hair is on the ground. Did he, you know, shave off the bun? That's why all the hair is on the ground. I mean, people people had to be curious and uh, and for sure. I am still here. Take if you're listening, and this we're still in the man bun arc. Yes. And if you're listening, then I still have it. Don't you worry. And it's not going away anytime soon. Still to have it uh, last through 2020. Well, I don't know, man. To be honest, the time that I've dedicated to growing the man bun hasn't been a very good time just in the world you know just (laughs) maybe there's like some sort of correlation there (laughs) yeah like as my power grows so does like the evil outside of my walls it's kind of like there has to be balance in all things exactly so i'm getting too strong and so is you know the world forces of evil similarly and equally will get stronger Exactly. It is. It is like the force, like the yin and the yang of, of the world fall <laughs> in my hair. Right. It's crazy. So maybe if like one more major event occurs, the man bun has to be reevaluated. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I, I, like, I don't think 2020 can handle anything else. <laughs> You're probably right, dude. It's been wild. Like it's, it's absurd. This last, uh, this last week has felt like a month. I feel like I'm coming back and I feel like I haven't done the cast in, you know, a long time. I just, <laughs> yeah, it's too. been so absurd. Like time has just morphed in a way that it's all the same to me. Nothing really matters. <laughs> yeah. It's I was wild. about to say, you know, we, uh, last week we were talking about like going to Toronto or not because of COVID-19. Now yeah. we've reached a point where every single event worldwide is canceled until mid-May. And, yeah. you know, people are on quarantine, all work, all across the nation, all sorts of jobs are working from home now. Non-essential businesses are closing. Like, what is going on? It, it feels like it's been an eternity since we talked mm-hmm. about Toronto. It was for sure, ago, for sure, seven days. for sure, and and I mean you're seeing it too with with us and the way we speak is that the the sentiment, the public sentiment has increased. You know, you would have said it a month ago, right? Everything was normal. People were going about their day. The virus was just something that was happening on another side of the globe, and now we come to March 18th, and things are so so different. <laughs> Everyone is very concerned. You know, I see it with my wife she's i wouldn't say she's like overly nervous but just there's like a tightening up where where she wasn't where i've never really seen her this concerned about you know a world event so right it's it's amazing times that we're living in truly yeah i remember the last day that i was in the office before beginning to work from home was monday um and there's a lot of different places you can eat like within the buildings that i work at um so i go down to like the chinese place and it was just surreal you know there was nobody there there was just pre-packaged food and like your utensils and stuff was all packaged in there so you didn't have to touch anything and uh yep you couldn't go there was no like checkout lines you just had to report what you bought online because they didn't want anyone like interacting with you and uh sure that just made me feel like actually just uncomfortable and freaked out and uh yeah i think that's just 
yeah. but that's just a representative of a larger state that we're in, you know? And uh, yeah. it's been very odd. I haven't left my house beside, or my apartment besides like taking out the trash in multiple days. <laughs> that's just, that's just the world we're living in now. I know. know. And I mean, you look at a place like San Francisco, who I understand just went who uh, that I just understand went under, you know, citywide quarantine, which could happen certainly in other larger metropolitan areas. Oh, easily. Yeah. And I think ultimately it's I would just rather be over cautious than under cautious with something like this. So I think I think you can't really overreact to something that clearly has long-term like deadly potential if left unchecked. So um, I think it's the right thing to do, but it is scary and it's, it's unfamiliar and it's weird. Um, Yeah. But so let's jump into like what that means for us as a podcast, what that means for us as Pokemon players um, and so on and so forth. So as I already mentioned, the Pokemon season is, almost fully canceled at this point you know we're going until may without an event um skipping a basically a quarter and a half and uh i mean that's monumental in of itself you know pre-releases are getting canceled i think like the official word went out there's no pre-releases for this next set um right jw what do you think this is going to mean for like long term in the season do you think even the season will be finished out or do you think pokemon wants to reevaluate completely like how they're going to approach the structure like what is going on yeah, at this point? It's really, I'm not going to give my personal thought, but I mean, there are some scenarios that could potentially play out. You know, one scenario that happens, and this is very optimistic, is like somebody uh, in some country, you know, finds a cure um, or the disease gets, you know, quarantined to the point that it's not like a public health epidemic or, or whatever uh, that looks like. Um, and then the season finishes out, you know, we start playing in, july and there's a worlds and they cut back championship points okay that's just like one hypothetical right that could happen the other hypothetical uh you know that i see is that it just goes far too long you know that the estimates to kind of look back at the season and reevaluate you know as all these arts organizations and and gaming companies say okay we're going to cancel until may and you know come back and look at things i think there's a you know very very real possibility that this epidemic and pandemic just spreads longer than the reevaluation time, and that we'll just have no season left. Right. I mean, at a certain point, like there's almost yeah. like a point of no return where you can't really right. justifiably continue the season as a whole. Um, right. You know, it, like I mean, we have we have played half or so of the season, but the so... problem is now, especially like especially with the league cup system we have now, you're not bound to playing the season for the whole year, right? There could be someone who planned to grind out during quarter three and that's their, that's their season, you know, quarter three and four, right. that's their season. And, you know, once you start losing that, then a bunch of people will be upset because they've lost their opportunity, but other people didn't. And it's just like, yeah. it was a matter of timing Absolutely. and geographic location. And, then, and, and that's it too, right? Cause you have these giant ICs, you have, you know, special turn SPEs, you have regionals and things that happen in certain areas that really are uh, CP devoid. And so, you know, you look at a place like Europe and having to cancel their big tournament is just so uh, incredibly important to a lot of players for them to just get those few points that they need to get their Worlds invite. So, yeah, you're taking away these tournaments that they need. And how does that affect Worlds? And should Worlds even happen? Uh, it's a lot to think about, and I, I don't want to like make a prediction because anything can happen at this point. If if this last week taught us anything, it's that <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can happen, and so yeah. the world is just moving at such a rapid and, and uh, frenzied pace right now that it feels very um, it's just silly to talk about this. But we we should. I mean, you know, you got to have an escape. You got to have um, your hobbies and things like that. So, um, what I, what I would love to see is a world, you know, that, that I would love that for multiple reasons, Pokemon, but more importantly for humanity, uh, <laughs> if we have, if we have worlds, uh, you know, scheduled goes on at the allotted time, 
then that means that you know we've survived as a race and that, that would, would be, be awesome. good <laughs> uh, that would be nice for sure yeah so yeah yeah i think i'm kind of with you it's uh it's definitely dangerous i think to even make pred- not really dangerous but it feels preemptive to make predictions because really there's so many ways this could go down like we could contain it really well things could be cured things could go horribly wrong and it's just uh it feels like we're not in a place where we can really say how things will develop we can we could give our best interpretation for v- various scenarios but um sure you know at that point you know we're we're shooting 20 30 million miles away you know light years away and uh right it doesn't feel like fully fair to you guys for us to to make those statements so right 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 and it i mean and and again people are being hopeful i think the hopeful side of things is to is for pokemon to say hey we're gonna reevaluate you know that's very hopeful of them because just you you, when you live it in the day-to-day it just feels (laughs) i don't want to say i feel hopeless because that's a little bit more dramatic than i want to say it but (laughs) it just feels like a really big situation that's totally out of my control and if i put my hope in you know money and if i put my hope in health and if i put my hope in you know, people, then I'm going to be let down a lot. And so, um, you know, just, it, it feels, it feels like such a, such a big problem, um, that, you know, it just has this, has this weight to it that I would not just be surprised if like all of 2020 is canceled. We just start again. 2020 starts again, January 1st. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we start. Yeah. Yeah. 2022. No, we just restart January 1st of 2021 and we call it, you know, 2020 and just redo the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) But it, it just feels out of my control. I I, obviously it is. And uh, it just feels like such a big problem that even in two months when we come back and reevaluate, I just have this feeling that not much is going to change and that, you know, the whole year is going to be canceled Pokemon wise. Right. So uh, just again to stay firm on our stance from last week, uh, please, please, please wash your hands, practice good social distancing, uh, work from home if you can. Those are all the essential processes to making sure that we contain and flatten the curve and move forward not only as a small city population or as a state or a nation, but just a, the world as a whole is affected here. So. Um, please do practice everything that's being recommended to you. I promise it's not just some bad flu, which seems... Well, and there you go, Riley. You're you're kind of coming at it. I mean, I know you're not a health professional, but you're kind of coming at it with at least more health knowledge than I would have. Um, Is there anything that you're seeing from within your company that either has you a little bit more on alert or that you're hearing from maybe hospitals that you're working with that is kind of pricking your ears up in terms of, Oh, this is very interesting, you know, or, or, Oh, this is way more serious than I thought. Um, I don't know how much like I'm at Liberty to say, but, uh, I do know that a lot of hospitals are working together to figure out long-term solutions and they're working with us to kind of figure out what those solutions might look like or how to map that path out to get to a solution. So, um, we've been really hard at work with that. And I know, especially hospitals in California and Washington have been really on the ball with this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Of course, Riley works at a, what, what would you describe Epic as? Medical record software. Yeah, exactly. So uh, has a little bit more of the inside track. Uh, but yeah, crazy times. We're here for you, though, guys. We will be here as long as we can. Weekly Wednesdays, we're going to do our best, you know? That's all we can do, right? <laughs> so, JW, what have you been Absolutely. doing like in this quarantine period, like how have you been practicing good social distancing at home? What have you been up to? I just haven't left my home um, for better, for worse. I, I just, it's really not on on a day to day aside from seeing the ridiculous like Twitter feed um, <laughs> or Facebook posts, like from the day to day, it hasn't really changed all that much. Like I've had a few gigs canceled. I've had a few auditions canceled. So that's like things that I, in the future that I wouldn't be going to. Um, but on a day-to-day level, like I, I stay home, I practice, I make reads, I stream, I, you know, uh, coach and all that stuff I do from home. So it's not like, you know, I don't 
go to work every day and then I can't do that anymore. Like right. a lot of our listeners, but, um, on the day to day, it hasn't changed. It's just this like mental change. You know, I've found myself to be timeless kind of sitting in a, in a void, so to speak of time, you know, it just feels like the whole world's on pause and it's kind of a strange feeling. And I, I've been giving myself a couple of days to kind of snap out of that. And I, I think I'm going to try to, you know, get, get on top of some work that I do need to do tomorrow. Right. But, um, you know, I've been able to just hang out with some church friends, um, you know, do some, have some prayer time in the morning with my wife and my church family. I've been able to, um, play some video games, um, do a little bit of reading. Ann and I have been playing duets and stuff to pass the time. It's, it's been really relaxing. That is nice. I uh, yeah. I can say that I my routine really hasn't truly changed all that much besides the fact that now all my work is contained in my apartment building. So yeah, like I I get by I get by taking advantage of a lot of <laughs> discounted uh, delivery and stuff like that for sure. <laughs> Domino's I, is I, half off all pizzas. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, it was crazy. That sounds so nice. <laughs> yeah, but like, in, do you? My thing is like, do you trust the delivery drivers? Um, I think for the most part, I trust the drivers because, uh, like, the food is all like contained. You know, it's all in you know, boxes sure. or whatever. Um, the chefs, I probably also trust. I, I don't know. I don't want to think ill of anyone in the first place. Right. Um, and at some like at some point, there's going to be have some level of interaction, right? Like, even if you're going to the grocery store, like that's all that stuff is stocked by someone. You know, so, I mean, you can't live in paralyzing fear either. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I have thought, I have thought about, like, that exact question, though. Like, you know, what is the, what is the line but for, like, delivery versus, like, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, sure. I guess at the end of the day, I'm not too worried about me, myself, getting infected, but I don't want to spread it to other people. So, as long as I'm still practicing good distancing and monitoring my health. Um, I think that's what's most important is making sure that it's contained uh, more than anything. Yeah. So. Right. Right. So you talked about the disruption of, you know, work. How about things like going to the gym? The gym is impossible to go to. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I have a very nice gym that I'm a member of and they closed officially today, but I did not go um, since last Thursday. And I even felt pretty stupid for going on Thursday at all. Um, Sure. My apartment gym is also closed, so I'm kind of, like, stuck doing stuff in my apartment, which obviously is not as effective, but (laughs) I think, like, the health of the entire nation is more important than me getting, like, a good pump on my biceps, so, like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's definitely interesting to think about, and just the way that you speak about it, uh, to think about the virus as not a you know, not me, us to borrow from the great Bernard, but it's not a, it's not a single thing. So like, do I worry or do you worry about, you know, getting infected? No, not really. You know, we're young, um, relatively healthy. I mean, uh, but it's like a collective, you know, thinking of yourself in the collective is something that is a little bit, it can be countercultural to, you know, a significant number of people. Right. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, just like having this collective mindset is really going to be what, what gets us through there. And part of that as well is just like staying in your communities. Like I've used a lot of Discord in the past couple days, staying in touch with all my friends from Ohio or uh, even further away. And, you know, we're all stuck at home together. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like we're all just still hanging out, but <laughs> right. from different locations. And so, right. like you were alluding to video games, I've been playing a lot of like online games or like, you know, doing Pictionary online has been really fun. Sure. <laughs> been playing Ultimate Wait, Chicken give, Horse. Give me, your, give me your like Desert Island video games right now. So, you know, hypothetically speaking, you know, you're quarantined and you can't go outside. And the only means of uh, entertainment you have is a computer. What video games are you playing? Um, well, when Animal Crossing drops, I'll be playing a lot of that. Um, okay. But for now, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends and Teamfight Tactics, especially because the new uh-huh. set of Teamfight Tactics has dropped. I've been playing, like, online yeah. Pictionary, which has been really fun, but only in, like, the right doses. You know, you can't play that for hours, but you can play it for, like, one to sure. two. 
Um, sure. And then uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse has been very fun as well. It's like a platforming game where you can place stuff in the field to like mess with people. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's been really fun as well. It's just like, honestly, whatever. I'm kind of just open right now to trying new games, <laughs> which is funny because like I don't get a lot of chance to like game in the average week because, you know, just between commuting to work and going to gym and getting making dinner and coming home, like that takes so much of my day that right. by the time I get home, it's, and it's like, all like compartmentalized and yeah. Yeah. By the time yeah. I get home, it's bedtime or just like TCGO for a little bit because I want to stay sharp and then bedtime. <laughs> sure. So absolutely. Yeah. It's been like yeah. a little bit of a structure change for like how my life is approached right now for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I have been playing, I, I have a PS2 and that's my only game system. So don't got a switch. Don't got a, you know, Xbox or whatever the kids are playing these days. Got a PS2. Uh, it's actually just been sitting on our, on our counter for DVDs. So I was like, you know what? Let me just use this thing to for its intended purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up a couple games from the store the other day. Uh, and they were GTA Vice City and... Final Fantasy 10 and we were talking a little bit before the cast just about those and I haven't played an RPG like Final Fantasy or yeah it's an RPG right yeah. I, I don't even know the nomenclature turn-based RPG kind of yeah so Final Fantasy I haven't I've played some Final Fantasy in the past I was telling you one two and four are the ones that I played for mobile for the Game Boy Advance and just getting back into it I am hooked the game is <laughs> It holds up really well. It came out in like 2001 and like the cutscenes, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I believe it. Like it, it's cinematically, it looks very yeah, clean. Like it fits still. in the world for sure. It just, it, it holds up really well. And like, obviously, you know, it's, it's pixelated and the graphics aren't like the best, but it's just, I'm impressed every time I put it in, I'm like, wow, they are telling a really deep story here and <laughs> I am fully engaged. And uh, that's not something that, you know, I've, I've had in a while because I ha just haven't played video games. I don't. I'm not a video game player aside from not Pokemon. much of a gamer. Huh? I am a faux gamer. A faux gamer. You kind of like adopt a gamer culture without really uh, being much of a true <laughs> gamer. Yeah, I feel that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with the Johnsons and just like playing Pokemon and TCGO and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I definitely have. Pokemon has, will never really go away. I think it's always uh, a good time to play. Um, it is. You know, there that, that uh, you know, obviously when you're not preparing for a tournament, then it takes a little bit of the luster off of PTCGO because there's no incentive really to right. do well. Um, so, you know, there's that. But it is still a fun game, in my opinion. I like the format now more than I did the last format. Um, and just generally speaking, I would say it's an above-average format of all the ones that I've played in you know my, my time playing the game. So I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. I think this format's pretty fun. I like I liked just playing a couple of games online. So we got a couple questions, actually, about TCGO and both with regards to playing it and how it might be updated in the future. So... The first question we got was the online meta typically leans towards rogue decks or is very polarized towards certain decks. Have you noticed anything recently with the online meta and how it's being approached right now? Uh, one thing that I've been seeing, yeah, you, you're saying it's kind of polarizing. I've just been seeing a lot of just the best deck in format. I've been seeing a lot of Zacian, ADP. That just seems like I I almost can guarantee that if I play five games, I'm gonna play at least two games against that deck. It just seems like it's everywhere, uh, really strong. I haven't really seen a ton of Mewtwo. I think that just doesn't seem like the the ladder deck of choice. If you're trying to fill out the ladder and that's like your only reason for playing the game, then I feel like Mewtwo is maybe not your best choice because the games usually drag on a little bit. You know, with a deck like Zay. Zacian ADP, Zacian. you can really force Zacian, whatever. You can really force the <laughs> the game to last into like four or five turns. And you know pretty quickly whether or not, you know, you have a great shot to win the game, right? So you can just always concede or something if, you're, if your hand is bad. Usually it's not with that deck. But a, a deck like Mewtwo, even to some extent Malamar, the games can drag on a little bit longer. And that's not as conducive to 
you know, just finishing the ladder. So I haven't really seen those archetypes as yeah, much. For sure. I've been seeing a lot of the Stefan Baby Blown deck as well. Yeah. People love that yeah. thing. I love it well, too. Well, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is definitely the Cramy Lad. Just coming in hot and sniping with the Cramorant. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Cramorant is like definitely pulling its weight as one of the most, I don't even want to say underrated, but like, one of the one of the better cards, I guess, from the from the new expansion. Like it, it's really really cool. I love the Cramorant, especially in that in the Fatal Cephalon deck. It's just like, yeah, you know why not, lot- man? Like just Cramorant. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Just take because everything is reliant on a Dene. That's one of the things that I like about this format is that abilities are basically free range. We don't have things like power plant, you know, that much. Um, and so, you know, play your play your Dedenes, you know, and everyone does. Almost every single deck does. Now, I will say, the last time that I booted up TCGO for fun, I played against a couple of green Zards. And I'm not going to lie, that, that actually doesn't seem like the worst deck right now because you get uh, Quick Ball, right, which you didn't have in the past. That was like Green Zard's like worst nightmare is to open a hand that you couldn't get a Volcanion into the active but now with quick ball you kind of alleviate having to like grab a cherish ball and a calm off of greens you know remember in world format when you had to do that to try to get a Volcanion out yeah it wasn't just, even worth it you just wouldn't you just accept it wasn't kind of getting out <laughs> yeah exactly exactly just like doing absurd things like that um and then you know like we were saying just or like i was saying there's not a lot of power plant but this deck can really really abuse it and so you have a decent matchup against you know Mewtwo. you have a decent matchup against zashin adp for the sole fact that they have a hard time one-shotting your reshazards if you can put something like a you know a giant what a giant charm or big, big charm. charm or whatever um and so you know has decent matchups against those two decks and that can get you pretty far uh in a lot of uh, scenarios that's funny so what are you typically playing on the on the ladder right now? What do I play on the ladder? I play Blacephalon a lot. I find that deck to be really cathartic because you just have so much draw. We were talking about this too, um, maybe a week ago or something. <laughs> it's hard to tell anymore. Where, yeah. Where, yeah, right. The We were talking about this like four years ago. Don't you remember? <laughs> That's what it feels <laughs> like, honestly. But where it's just it's so fun to play four b strings and it's so fun to draw with oracorio and then draw <laughs> exactly. with exactly drawing three draw with cards over and over <laughs> and then play it into dene and yeah it's just fun to play that stuff and it may not be the best deck i, I would put it at a solid tier two it's just it's very good it's very very strong but it does have some very glaring weaknesses and um i just like that deck i i think it's it's just the best like chill deck for me to play it has a little bit of thinking it has a little bit of luck involved and it has a lot of power yeah i've really been liking playing uh big blacephalon as well just uh for almost the same reason like you draw three over and over but now you have the naginatal gx to draw three one more time so yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. like that's big for me <laughs> huge so i really like that um the stefan deck's really fun i i just like Kind of like just playing this format. It's kind of fun. You, know, you get to do a lot of different things. Um, I don't. It's think... opening itself up a little bit. I think with something like Henry Brand's Mewtwo list, that's I love a new that way deck. to play. That deck is very fun. It's very cool. It's something that I want to give a little bit more time with because there's, you know, just clearly things that I'm missing a little bit with that deck, having only played it a handful of games. But yeah. Um, very very cool deck very interesting and just really goes to show that the format isn't 100 percent solved i i think you know we tend to just generally speaking as a community say like uh the format is you know the format's over we found you know these two or three good decks and we, we've done it all but you know <laughs> things like henry Brand's list like really show that there's a lot more to learn yeah and it's cool because the henry's list has like a surprisingly good adp matchup as well uh Xerneas Prism Star really gets in there. <laughs> so sure. it's yeah. uh it's cool. It's cool to see the thought process that went into that and like all the very unique GXs that went into it, but they all clearly have a deliberate purpose and and use in that deck. And 
I think Henry's coming out with either a video or an article explaining like every choice that he made. Um, sure. So be on the lookout for that if you're interested. Um, I don't know what avenue he's going to use to like publish that, but I'd be interested to hear some of his. Insight I maybe myself. I maybe I saw an interview uh, with with someone where he outlined it. So I, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah, you... I think it was like with the with like the Sableize, like the. Oh yeah, like the Australian, Australian, South Australian, yeah, yeah. Australian group. Mm-hmm. That might be it. Uh, again, but I don't know for sure if that was like exactly what he was referencing when he said like more to come on it. But uh, he's definitely like doing sure. some stuff. So I would check it out. Henry's a really, really smart dude. Like he's clearly ahead of the curve on like these Mewtwo archetypes. So yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you see him. Uh, he went to what OCIC, I think, and brought just about that same deck, and then did you know, above average, but didn't end up day twoing. And so to see somebody kind of refine the deck a little bit, bring it back and win a regionals with it, that that's always very cool too. I, I kind of am more of the mindset that I tend to switch decks if I don't do well with it or just switch decks like because I think the meta is going to be different. But it's really a testament to saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this idea that I know works and just run with it and see how far I can take it. Yeah, so congrats to Henry. You may be one of the last regional winners of the season. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, dude. It's funny. It's it's so funny. The last time that I won a regionals, I missed Worlds by three points. And so this year I also won a regionals, and Worlds might not even happen. So I think it's just the curse of me winning a regionals that I just never get to play in the Worlds. It sounds like uh, you're just from- generally a problem. Like the man bun appears, and all of a sudden tragedy <laughs> strikes. And like your world's invites just are cursed. Uh, there's something going on. I there. mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the sentence just I... ends there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, next topic. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I if you like Pokemon, I would try and just keep up with TCGO. Like, try and keep your spirit for the game alive and like show people what's going on. I think it's a great time to get into the game, actually, um, because TCGO is going to be so lively. Um, but that's also on us as a community to like bring it up and make sure people get involved. So yeah. I know there are some yeah. sects of the community that are going for kind of like these grassroots tournaments, which is super, super cool. Um, JW and I lightly tossed around the idea of doing something ourselves to, for that effect. Um, but yeah, really, I mean, I if think... that's something that you would be interested in, like as a community of us, maybe taking a Saturday and just hosting a tournament, um, then we'd be happy to at least consider the thought. I think that'd be something really fun for me, at least, Riley. I don't know if you'd be no, interested definitely. in doing something like that. Definitely. So, yeah, I I would definitely love to like keep this community like alive and thriving, and uh, not just the tag team community, but also you know Pokemon as a whole and make sure that people have a chance to get involved and have fun. So uh, if there are avenues that you think would be good for that, make sure to to tweet that at us or DM us on Twitter, and we can try and parse what, what people are thinking and, and work through that. Cool. Speaking of TCGO and keeping it lively, another great question we got on our tweet asking for what we should talk about in light of Pokemon being canceled was the online system we have in Pokemon. And so... For the unfamiliar, the Pokemon trading card game online is far from perfect. In fact, it is very far from perfect. <laughs> In fact, it's closer to terrible than perfect, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't want to say it's that. Like I, in, I think it's in the middle now. I, you know, I think more, recent, more recently I, well, it's in the middle. As somebody, as somebody who's come from, um, you know, from, like, from the Dark Ages. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like as somebody that's come from sure. that sure it just it's miles miles yeah ahead i think is we... okay besides like the bugs uh it's just hard when you it's hard when you take tcgo and compare it to hearthstone like or compare or it to magic arena. arena yeah like that's really hard to do because then you say oh yes now you see where pokemon is lacking but pokemon as a client i think is it, it needs more i don't know it, it's fine it's fine it does the job well, I mean, they're, the, they're client, the up, client needs an you know? overhaul for sure. But, like, you yeah. know, it, it serves its purpose well enough. Like, I enjoy playing TCGO, and 
usually the bugs aren't game breaking <laughs> or at least they're on like random cards that don't matter uh sometimes sure. they're on like major cards that like <laughs> greatly affect the meta game yeah you kind of need yeah <laughs> stuff like ace and Rolla or like fighting fury Val or <laughs> you know, right. crazy stuff right. like that bodybuilding dumbbells was insanely glitched for a while <laughs> Yes, yeah, and there was some glitch I was seeing with Mew or something where Andrew was playing yeah, the deck. Yeah, it had the damage counters like... on it, and then it shuffled back in the deck with the damage counters, and then it got pulled out of the deck, and it still had the damage counters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we and we, you know, Riley, you're obviously a little more opinionated in your hate and your distaste. I mean, for I don't, I don't hate it. It's just okay. it's comically bad sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I just give the devs a little more credit than that. I say, you know what? They're trying their best. I think probably what's what's the deal is like they just don't have as many developers on the game or they don't have... Right, but they maybe... can devote said developers, you know? Like, this isn't a trash of the yeah, people who are developing it currently, but like the team isn't large enough, I don't think. Yeah, probably. Probably. Is my so... guess. I don't know. I mean, my, I mean, this is the perfect time for people to like get into the game. So like you would you would have hoped that you know, a couple of years ago, they would have just seen kind of how um, online, you know, was going, right? You would have hoped that they would have seen kind of the trajectory of the online client just growing very massively, um, just even with incremental uh, improvements. And so you would have hoped that a couple of years ago, they could have done things so that we're at Magic Arena, but that's not the case. And so we just have to be grateful for what we have. Right. Well, right. I don't know. I don't think you have to sit down and just take what you have, you know, like you should provide feedback and give them an avenue to improve and like, let, if you don't make it. Okay. Game, I agree. We storm the gates. No. Well, All right, guys. Well, actually, a call maybe, to action. maybe we just, maybe, no, but we, that's not good social distancing. So we can't do that. Oh, true. Okay. We storm the gates one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one man in one man out. Okay. <laughs> right like i think there's just so many things they could improve and part of that's a low dev like dev team and low resources being devoted to that uh part of it i think it's just like apathy towards like improving it because you know they kind of got what they want out of it and don't care to improve it um, right and i think like we need to improve both mindsets like we should set up the kind of environment that magic has where now their game is growing very rapidly and they have a lot of people interested in magic because they can play online like like Pokemon doesn't really feel like a great place for new players to experience online for the most part. Like some people do, but it's, I think it's very small proportion. Um, it's more so like a testing client for people who already play the game, you know, it's sure. like magic arena sure. is just a game that you play and people like it. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. And it's also more conducive yeah, think... to like tournaments. Like they have magic arena is a component of their overall tournament structure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So I guess like going into what I would like from TCGO, um, the client is one thing. I think there are some major things they can do to the client. I think one thing I would really like is like a ranked actual ladder system. Um, I think pretty much everybody who plays Pokemon competitively would love to see that. There's obvious, there's obviously some MMR that's like hidden, um, some sort of matchmaking system that we don't get to see. But having a visible ELO system that we could climb a ladder on, besides just the versus points, I think would be insane. I would love that. I, I would, would play. I would play so much. I would too. Like I would want to be the top, however many percent, or the top top player. Like that would be amazing. Like it'd be so it would, fun. It would be unbelievable. Like like I think, like my I would play Pokemon, probably twice as much as i do oh easily dude like i have such a competitive nature to me and it's not really fulfilled on tcgo as is but like yeah. having some sort of actual thing to reach for and get to and you know it doesn't even have to have like a, an amazing reward or anything but having the existence of it uh would yeah. be insane i would love that so i think that's my number yeah. one ask uh, besides like yeah. no glitches you know that's like number one number two i guess <laughs> <laughs> It's like for sure some sort of ranked system and then the, i think beyond that taking that the step further is finding a way to you know if we reach a point where there's usable at a mass level uh, because right now you can't use tcgo as like a tournament system you know it's not in the state where you can do that 
But if we ever were to reach it, I would love to see TCGO integrated in the tournament structure in some sort of way. And that, I think, goes sure. hand in hand with having a rank system. Like, in Hearthstone, you know, it, it's not obvious. I think maybe a better comparison is Magic, where they have X amount of players that get invited from their Magic Arena. And they go to the yeah. worlds from from their Magic Arena gameplay. Whereas in Pokemon, there's no really equivalent. And it's kind of sad because well. VGC has the... Uh, has like these online tournaments they can get champ points from yeah where there's no well, and, and, in tcg and i wasn't even gonna say i mean pokemon go had what one person that was invited from playing the online game like when they did that small uh tournament at worlds last year <laughs> yeah. like they had they also have you know somebody who proved themselves during you know the the whatever the matchmaking in the client was that they were able to earn their way onto uh, into that tournament at world. So, I mean, it's like, we're the only game that doesn't have that. And that's uh, that kind of online competitive component. And it's, it's unusual. It's weird. Um, yeah. But I think that they... the first step to getting that though, is getting a better client, you know, because we, it's not achievable with the game in its current state. And I think part of the problem is like, the game was developed in 2011 it was developed with a much simpler mindset and so now we have all this like legacy code which is like bogging us down and causing all these weird things to happen uh, kind of like how people refer to like league of legends as having all this spaghetti code because it was made by a bunch of people in like their basements <laughs> in 2010 and now there's all these like horrible things that are still in there but they're just like that's how it works now <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like you know when some uh some old some random guy has like a like a just a pl- like a plate or something as one of his wheels and he's like well that's just how it works now i can't get rid of the plate you know, <laughs> 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 That'd be funny. You know what i'm saying like it's kind of yeah. like that yeah. uh right I, I don't think a plate was exactly the thing i was going for but like you know having a can be like the exhaust pipe or something <laughs> sure just something that just totally is out of place <laughs> yeah exactly right. So I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add to that. I know I kind of went on a tirade there, but I just, I, I, mean, I have a lot of passion for like playing Pokemon. I'd love to like extend that to online. Of course. Of course. I completely agree. I mean, there would be a lot of problems. I, I well, there'd be more problems, but there'd be a lot of things that would be solved. If you made a rank ladder, uh, just, there would be a lot of people that would be excited and happy and more people would be excited. I think to play the game because there's that goal to reach for, and so that's just always going to be our biggest ask as, right. uh, as a podcast. So, uh, but how to keep the game interesting outside of, you know, in what current system we have. That's something that we also want to talk about. I've seen people that have started their own kind of tournament systems, online tournament systems going through uh, channels like Discord. Right. And, and we lightly referenced that earlier. Yeah, and Facebook and like so, but there are other ways to keep the game interesting. I think in terms of deck building, in terms of, um, you know, just in terms of uh, challenging yourself. I guess like some people I've seen hold weekly league nights, and since they can't meet on Tuesdays uh, at the local game store, they'll host it over Peach CGO and just <laughs> things like that. How do you keep the game interesting now that you, you know, are never going to go to another tournament for the next two months? Well, one thing I thought was really interesting, and I saw this because of Andrew's stream today, actually, uh, and Pedro and Tord have kind of come up with this 60-card challenge where you have 60 unique cards, including energy cards, in your deck, and you try to win as many games as possible with that. And so, you know, like, setting arbitrary restrictions on yourself and, like, your deck building, that's always fun to me. Like, trying to figure out ways to claw out of situations... You know, I think you probably will get bored if you try to play Zashin ADP on TCGO every single day for the next two months. Sure. Like, that to me doesn't sound wildly entertaining. But trying to, you know, break the metagame in, like, alternative ways or find sort of all sorts of crazy win conditions. Like, you know how so, in Verbank the other week there were those people try- with the walk-off homer slow bro deck? Like, that's just the kind yeah. of thing that would be fun to mess around with, you know? It doesn't yeah, have sure. to be the best thing of all time. <laughs> Sure, sure. So what are some maybe formats that you could think of that, you know, you referenced the singleton deck building? What are other, like, formats that you could think of that would be interesting to try to, you know, win 
on Pizza CGO. Try to, you know, beat other people on Pizza CGO. Honestly, I think, like, any rogue strategy is always refreshing, even if it's not, like, some sort of arbitrary deck restriction. Um, there's people who try to just go for, like, insane win streaks as well, kind of, like, referencing the old tour challenge, if you remember that from last year, two years ago, uh, where you try and get, like, a 100 win streak or you, like, delete your account or something if you don't get it. <laughs> something insane like that. Um, yeah. I think that's potentially a fun avenue or just and again let's putting like arbitrary restrictions on yourself like you know sure. instead of like maybe you take like the top x cards in the format and just say i can't play any of these and so you like sure. you can't play junior or research and you can't play marnie and, and quick ball sure. and you have to like figure out a way to build a good deck without any of those cards i think sure. there's all sorts of stuff you can do and really the world is your oyster we have a fairly large card pool right now um especially if you go into expand or legacy um or just do unlimited decks with friends. I know one thing that my friends were doing over Discord the other week was they were going into Deck Wizard <laughs> and just having it build decks and playing against each other with their Deck Wizard decks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. It was very entertaining. And they were just like, first they did fully random, and then they started doing, um, like, they cho- they chose the Pokemon to build the deck around. They would choose, like, one GX Pokemon and have the Deck Wizard build around the GX Pokemon. <laughs> It was okay. just, like, completely absurd. It was very funny. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Yeah. That's you up. know? I know in the Tricky Gym Discord server, and someone just brought this up in chat as well, they're going for, like, a alternate format tournament. So the Sun and Moon to Cosmic Eclipse block. So every Sun and Moon set kind of encapsulated in one tournament. Um, that seems really cool. There's just all sorts of things that really are available to you, and you shouldn't feel the need to just be trapped in the same cycle of playing the same three decks in standard over and over. Like we ha- we have the, the freedom to do what we want. You know, we, it's not like we're trying to win a regional right now. We're trying to have fun and keep the game interesting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So those are just some ideas of how to keep the game fresh. And, um, you know, we'll, I'm sure figure out a few more by next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure every week we'll have something new to, to say about what we did to keep it interesting over the last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So I think that's about all we had on our docket for this week. So we'll open up the chat to questions right now. So we're interested in what you're doing with your time right now, uh, practicing good social distancing. How are you playing Pokemon, enjoying the series? Or what else are you generally doing? Or what do you just want to hear from us? Uh, be sure to drop it in the chat and we'll get to probably about four to five different questions before we sign off for the night. And we really appreciate all your viewership and we hope that everyone is staying healthy and taking this outbreak as seriously as it deserves to be taken. Um, we obviously have a, an element of lightheartedness to the podcast, but we do think this is a super serious time and we hope that is never lost upon our listeners and viewers. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was something I was seeing on Twitter where they were interviewing people down in Florida, and you know people were like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm going out to the beach today because you know it's my spring break and like this whole virus like ruined my spring break, but I'm down here and I'm gonna go out and hang out on the beach and like, you know what, man, <laughs> you know that's a little wild to me. Just just the the response like that that we've seen from uh local and and federal governments has been so i think impressive on the whole like across the nation and um it seems to be pretty unified in the response of just like shut it down you know (laughs) shut everything down i'm really um i i'm i'm hopeful about that and then it's also like oh yeah this is pretty serious you know so so take it don't take it don't take it lightly don't take it lightly so in chat, we have Alex Garcia asking, "What do I think? What do I think is the best Beyblade meta? Beyblade in the meta right now?" Uh, for those of you who are uninformed, Alex Garcia is a really awesome Pokemon player, and he has lately been bringing Beyblades to regional tournaments. So I got the the joy of playing Beyblade in Collinsville, and honestly, that left-handed Beyblade that was very heavy really just destroyed everything. But I think whatever. Well, yeah, isn't it going to be only based on weight? kind of and shape yeah and launch like position okay you know Beyblades are insane i gotta say and uh but honestly i think the best Beyblade is whatever one is in my hand because i have a lot of Beyblade power 
that kind of like surges into the blade as I charge it up. And it's so, like a, it's like a Fortnite dance, right? <laughs> JW, I could definitely see you like being into like TikToks. Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> dude, should we do a TikTok? Uh, I don't want to do TikTok, but I could see you being the kind of person who would do TikToks. I get into TikTok. (laughs) All right, chat. Press one if I should get into TikTok. No, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this on the After Dark stream. (laughs) (laughs) What should be my first TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not like opposed to you getting a TikTok because that would be funny. I see. So, okay. So Riley, here's my question to you is if we're, you know, if we're stuck, if we're quarantined for two, three months, four months, I don't know. I mean, who, who knows at this point, if we're, if we're quarantined for a long time, what new hobby or new skill are you going to try to pick up? Um, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, I might try and like learn more songs on like my ukulele or something. Um, I play the ukulele too. <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah, it's just like, it's a very easy, like fun instrument. So very fun. Uh, Or I might get more into the harmonica kit that you gave me for Christmas. Oh, yes. That's right. (laughs) It's actually probably the perfect time to start learning it. So that would be really fun. We could do like, we could record our own intro music. (laughs) Just with harmonicas and people, or not people. I mean, bassoon. Ukulele harmonica. There we go. You got it. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Broken. So. Yeah. This is very funny. Also, look out, guys, in the near future. We have something in the works here. Uh, we'll be posting it on our Twitters. Just a, just a cool, uh, we're being a little featurette. So look out, be on the lookout for that. We thank you guys all so much for listening to the cast and supporting this cast. Um, with the views with the downloads again it's it's been really great and we we hope that that continues you know even as we uh go into this kind of dull this lull period um of pokemon trading card game we just we thank you guys all so much can't say it enough how uh how happy we are to have the audience that we do and um yeah we just hope that we can provide uh good content for you that keeps you entertained and we're open always to more suggestions for that yeah so i think with that we'll probably bring things to a close be sure to check us out on social media i'm at smiles and trials gw is at real john walter and the show is represented at ag tag team pokemon and be sure to check out our most recent tweet which asks for suggestions about what to do in this period so if you have thoughts just reply it's that easy or if you want to keep it on the download just dm us and we'll keep it secret until it goes live <laughs> until the time until the time is comes. right so i think that's about it jw is about to go live with his after dark stream for the live viewers uh, so be sure to give jw all the love that you give us as a team and we'll catch you all next week peace